Welcome today to Morsels from the Throne Room of God with Ty and Betsy Tice. Our scripture reading for today is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. One of the most misquoted scriptures is what we're going to be dealing with today. It is the part where it talks about spare the rod, you spoil the child. And yet we see here in Psalm 23, David says, the great shepherd, Jesus's rod, comforts him. It's not an element of a weapon. So what is it exactly? We're going to be looking at that. I have a little story to share with you. Uh, back when I was a very young child, I must probably say I was around maybe 10, 11, 12, somewhere in there. I don't know. I'm a very old man, so it was a long time ago. But I got some bad grades and I brought them home. And mom was furious because she knew I could do better than what I was doing. But I got some D's and that was not acceptable in our household. And dad worked for the United Auto Workers. And this was a season where everybody was laid off because there was no work to be had. And so he was home. And she said, it's your job to give him the spanking. Well, dad had a very gentle heart. And he said, okay. And he took me into the room, closed the door, and very quietly said to me, when I hit the side of the bed with the belt, you yell. And I did that. He whipped the side of the bed. I yelled and screamed. He whipped the side of the bed. I yelled and screamed. Mom was freaking out, thinking dad was beating me to death, swung the door open, and caught us both in our full beating. Needless to say, both of us was in the doghouse. I don't ever remember getting a spanking from that. But I do remember that dad's name was Dirt and my name was Dirt for an awful long time because of it. So, But back then, spare the rod meant you spanked your child and you spanked them hard. Now, mind you, I am not against spanking a child on their bottom when they're doing something wrong. A little swat will remind them not to go out of line again. But does it mean that they're beaten? No, it doesn't. The rod, in fact, with the shepherd was this. It was a guiding instrument. It was a rod of what we refer to as correction. That rod, the shepherd would put on the side of the sheep so that the sheep would be guided back into with the herd. It didn't beat on the sheep, but it corrected the sheep's direction. 
the staff was used in many of the same ways, especially with the little lambs, because they'd run and get out of the way. And with the hook of the staff, the shepherd could yank the, uh, the lamb's leg and trip them. And so both were used as an element of correction and an element of direction. The only time that the rod was used in an adversarial way was when it was used to beat off the enemy. When a wolf would approach and try to get a lamb, that rod then became a mighty weapon that David said he used twice, once with a bear and once with uh, a lion, and struck them both dead. And that's the way the rod is used. Today, we're going to continue with some scriptures because we can say a lot about a rod and a staff. But what does the scripture say as far as children are concerned and their correction, as far as mothers and fathers and the direction that they're supposed to take towards their children? And even to the point of when the Lord calls us sons of God, what does that mean? Well, I'm not here to put in a denominational way of thinking. What I'm here to do is to give you scripture so you may focus on that and that alone and let it minister to you. And the verses that you hear, receive them by the Spirit and then enact on them by the Spirit. In these words, which I command thee this day, shall be in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in the house, when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 7. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 19:14. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs 22:6. Can a woman forget her suckling child, that she should not have compassion on the son of her wombs? Yea, they may forget, yet I will not forget. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. Isaiah 49, 15-16 now, no chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. Nonetheless, afterward, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. Hebrews 12:11. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Ephesians 6, 4. 
Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of the children are their fathers. Proverbs 17.6 Be therefore followers of God as dear children. Ephesians 5.11 Little children, keep yourself from idols. Amen. 1 John 5.21 Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Matthew 5.9 And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in thy house. Acts 16.31 I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. 3 John 1.4 For ye are all children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you has been baptized into Christ, have put on Christ. Galatians 3.26-27 A fool despises his father's instruction, but he that regardeth reproof is prudent. Proverbs 15.5 For as many of you are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Romans 8.14 Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. 1 John 3.1 But if any provide not for his own, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith, and is worse than an infidel. 1 Timothy 5.8 But as many as receive him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. John 1.12 Oh, that there was such a heart in them, that they would fear me and keep all my commandments always, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Deuteronomy 5.29 For the earnest expectations of the creature waiteth for the manifestation of the sons of God. Romans 8.19 Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and it doth not appear yet what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, and we shall see him as he is. And every man that has this hope in him purifieth himself, even as he is pure. First John 3, 2-3 The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Romans 8:16. Thou shalt keep therefore his statures and his commandments, which I command thee this day, that it may go well with thee and with thy children after thee, and that thou mayest prolong the days upon the earth, which the Lord thy God giveth thee forever. Deuteronomy 4:40. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, 
but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Romans 8, 16. For ye are sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. Ephesians 5, 